You're listening to Gleanings, the monthly newsletter from Strategies at Work, podcast edition, November 1st, 2008. Upcoming events. The Strategic Life Alignment Seminar. This seminar will equip you with tools and a methodology for discerning your life purpose. Don't miss this opportunity to learn biblical principles that will help you discover your destiny. Peace, joy, and satisfaction will be yours only if you discover and fulfill your life purpose. The SLA Seminar will be held November 7th and 8th in Johannesburg, South Africa, November 14th and 15th in Toronto, Canada, and January 23rd and 24th in Dallas, Texas. See the website strategieswork.com for details. Consultants. These are challenging economic times. There is much fear in the world. Now more than ever, people need to understand the power of building their lives on Christ. Only faith in Christ can provide sustained victory over fear. If you need help in learning how to walk with Christ, Strategies at Work has consultants in various parts of the world. These consultants are equipped to help you grow in Christ and to find and fulfill your divinely ordained life purpose. Please contact them or contact the Strategies at Work home office if you would like our help. See the website strategieswork.com for details. And now Dr. Chester brings us a message titled, Will You Vote as a Consumer or Steward? Tuesday, November 4th is Election Day in the United States, known as the USA. Every four years, the USA elects a president. As a democratic republic, the populace votes on the candidates, so the winner to some degree reflects the wishes of the people. The presidential election is significant for the workplace because the president is the chief administrator for the USA. Tax, economic, and business policies are critical to the health of the workplace. The president plays a major role in defining and implementing these policies. If you believe that a healthy workplace contributes to a healthy society, then public policy is important. This election could determine the USA's economic health for years to come and therefore also determine the workplace's health for many years. Given the importance of this election for the workplace, do voters have the ability to make wise choices? This begs the question, how do people make choices? As a starting point to this discussion, consider a previous edition of my newsletter from August of 2004 in which I presented the findings of two independent research projects. These studies examined the process used by people to make buying decisions. The conclusions of both studies were the same. People make buying decisions based on their emotions and then rationalize their, those decisions. In other words, we intellectually justify our emotional preferences. Or as my good friend Dennis Peacock says, the mind justifies what the heart has chosen. In this context, the heart is used metaphorically and refers to the seat of human emotions. Why does emotion drive reason? Most people in today's world pride themselves on being people of reason. So it seems strange that we make buying decisions based on emotion instead of reason. The testimony of scripture supports the reality that the human heart drives the actions of people. Consider what Proverbs 4.23 has to say. Above all else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. And here's Luke 6.45, which reads, 
The good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart, and the evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For out of the overflow of his heart, his mouth speaks. Since humans speak and act out of their hearts, this suggests that the human will is resident in the heart. Human will is another term that describes the root of human emotions, and therefore human actions. If we concede that the heart is the seat of the will and emotions, what then drives our hearts? My thesis is that each person's view of God drives his or her heart. Whether consciously or not, everyone makes an assumption about the identity and nature of God that drives everything in that person's life. For example, note what scripture says about people who worship idols. This is Psalm 115, verse 8. Those who make them will be like them, and so will all who trust in them. In the prior two verses of Psalm 115, verses 6 and 7, this text tells us that idols cannot speak, hear, walk, smell, or touch. In other words, the idols are lifeless. Since people who worship idols are like them, this suggests that people who worship idols are lifeless, metaphorically speaking. Can a lifeless person make wise choices? The Bible says that wise decisions are rooted in worshiping the God of the Bible. Solomon said in Proverbs 9 verse 10, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Therefore, because idolaters, that is lifeless people, do not fear the Lord, lifeless people cannot be expected to make wise choices. Clearly, this is not a politically correct position in our day and time. We live in an age of pluralism, which means that all views of God are deemed acceptable. This is not, however, the teaching of Scripture. The prophet Isaiah wrote that the God of the Bible is the only God. Isaiah 45 verse 5 says, I am the Lord, and there is no other. Apart from me, there is no God. If you worship any god other than the god of the Bible, you worship an idol. And those who worship idols, their ability to make wise decisions is impaired. For example, if a person's view of God is that there is no god, this is the atheistic view, then that person most likely believes that there are no absolutes, that the values of life are relative. People with that worldview default to self-serving actions. There's nothing higher to serve than themselves. Therefore, they are mostly concerned with satisfying their own appetites, such as personal comfort and pleasure. If you worship the God of the Bible, however, you have the opportunity to make wise decisions, decisions that serve a higher purpose than your appetites. The fear of the Lord changes hearts, which enables us to make decisions that go beyond self-serving consumption to selfless stewardship. Every decision is a stewardship decision. The Apostle Paul stated that everything we have has been given to us. See 1 Corinthians 4 verse 7. Therefore, we are simply stewards charged to make decisions that please our Master, who is the God of the Bible. See 1 Corinthians 4 verse 2. People being transformed by Christ understand that they are stewards. Those who are not growing in Christ tend to view themselves as consumers whose primary concern is their own personal comfort and pleasure. So which group, stewards or consumers, has the heart to make wise decisions? Decisions for the greater good of the USA and the world. Clearly, stewards with hearts that are being transformed by Christ 
are the only ones who can make wise choices. Since people vote with their hearts either as self-oriented consumers or selfless stewards, this implies that every election is a referendum on theology. The citizens will vote for the candidates that reflect their hearts. It is questionable whether or not most of the voters in the USA have the hearts of stewards. It is highly probable, therefore, that the majority of voters are consumers and will vote for candidates who offer policies of consumption, not of stewardship. I understand from political pundits that democracies end when the people vote themselves so many entitlements that the federal government cannot fund them. People in such cultures lose their will to work. Without a strong work ethic, no one can prosper. The voters of the United States must therefore answer the question that Joshua posed to Israel. But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, choose for yourself this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Joshua 24 verse 15. The choice in any election is simple. Do you vote with the heart of a consumer or with the heart of a steward? If you vote as a consumer, you're serving a worldview that emanates from idol worship, which will lay the foundation for divine judgment. However, if you vote as a steward, you're serving a worldview that emanates from the God of the Bible, which will lay the foundation for divine blessings. May the Lord grant the people of the USA the grace and wisdom to vote as stewards. <laughs>